It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Oh yeah, welcome to Pot of Thunder, <laughs> the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting, brought to you by Blue Microphones. Look how good. Oh, they look great, and they sound even better, don't they, guys? Oh, thank you to Jason MD and his children for today's intro. I was going to say, that uh, reaction you had after the children's voices, <laughs> what are you, this Epstein guy? Oh, gee, yeah. I don't even... I don't even want to read the details. Is that of his last song. name? Yeah. Epstein? Yeah. Yeah. Juan Epstein. Yeah, they, they, they took a fucking crowbar to his $77 million mansion in Manhattan and busted it through the front door. Is that how that happened? Yeah. Jeez. Good stuff. <sighs> I'm sure it's it. well-deserved yeah. based on, what is it, some kind of underage sex trafficking and uh, what's the other charge? Paying children for yeah to just, rape them or something yeah something terrible very various lurid accusations yeah hor- horrible horrible yeah. stuff yeah so anyway you know you're listening to pot of thunder huh and guess who you know it oh yeah here's my buddy andy that's right it's your buddy andy america's little brother here with that's right it's gnarly nick the garlic dragon Bam! Bam! It's fun to do the sizzle. And as always, there he is. The breakout star of the podcast medium, the man who's once described as... Uh, he was a moocher, a card sheet, a country club golf hustler, a scumbag. <laughs> i got to delete that moocher part still. Yeah, at least sex trafficker isn't on that list. Yeah, yeah that would be a step yeah. below moocher. There's not <laughs> many. Would be. Not yeah. many things lower than that, but... Yeah. 
sex trafficker. Yeah. Don't want that on your resume. No. I don't know how far we should go into that well, conversation. No, Probably not at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, let's avoid that one today. You can, you can watch your uh, national news to get your fill of that. Yeah. Anyway, how's it going, guys? Here we are. Good. It's July something. I don't yeah, know what's going on. Other. Yeah. What's Good. the latest? What's hot? What are we doing? What I don't know what's going on. This is what, episode 320. It is. Goodness. Big, big round number. It's a lot of episodes. It is a lot. I, I kind of forget that. Um, it's more episodes than I've had in my life. Of, of having of an ep- having an episode, <laughs> yeah, right? Same here. Thankfully, I haven't had to have haven't had to have three hundred and twenty episodes. That would be too. Life. That'd be too many episodes. So, guys, you know, news. If you don't want to focus on uh, the sex trafficking and whatever, why, why would you? Political mudslinging and whatever else. You know, um, you're trying to avoid all that garbage, and you're just looking through social media, thumbing through your phone. A recent story that came up that you may have seen was about the uh, Universal Studios fire that destroyed hundreds of thousands of master tapes and we're, in 2008. And we're a few weeks behind. We are. But, but then again, we were 11 years behind when everybody was talking about it. And so a couple more weeks. Well, what's the you know what? Deal? That actually, I have a lot of questions about this whole scenario. If yeah. I could drop a few quickly. Sure, sure. <clears throat> So it happened 11 years ago, mm-hmm. and apparently nobody knew about it. That's the way I've understood I, it. I read somewhere that it was reported. It had, but how, didn't catch on, for, wasn't talked about for That some many master tapes had to have been in a somewhat sizable well, anything, venue, right? Anything that's burning hundreds of thousands of anything has to be a huge thing. Well, that's huge, what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. It had to have been reported on. At yeah. least that there was a fire in a Universal Studios owned building. Correct. Yeah, there had to have been, but I never heard of it until a week or two ago. Right. That was. So why <laughs> didn't this come to light <laughs> before? So strange, and why yeah. is it coming to light now? I have no. Because I I only read the headlines. Yeah. I didn't read any of the articles. Like every article I clicked on was fifty screens long. It's like I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm a modern consumer of yeah. media. Give it to me in the headlines. As, as Mitch LaFon's boys Bon Jovi say, don't bore us, get to the chorus. Give me the <laughs> thumbnail. I, I was not going to read all that, so maybe it was covered, but... Um, I, 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 the whole... The whole th- thing baffles me how it how it's transpired this way and it's strange i was i was looking at the list the other day of people Mm -hmm. whose master tapes are gone it seems like it would be easier to have a list of people who 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 didn't lose (laughs) master tapes it seems that way i mean let me hit you with a couple real quick so first it says it's the biggest disaster in the history of the music industry yet nobody said anything about it for 11 years how, how is this I don't know. And, and and fill in your own joke as to what artist you want to say is a bigger disaster yeah right <laughs> well there are yes. plenty every, we'll give everybody a second to to crack their own joke there also called the day the music burned oh good one yep. go <laughs> all right boy <laughs> how clever is that 
Um, what was that a, a former writer for Midwest Beat magazine? <laughs> come up with that one. Yeah. That's a reference to last week's right. rant. Yeah, and yeah, we're not going to. <laughs> yeah, we don't need. Um, I'm going to seek professional help for the rest of that. Yeah. Some entire catalogs were wiped out. Um, short list. Louis Armstrong. I'll skip through here. Uh, now, Buddy as, Guy. As far as the masters being gone. Mm-hmm. So I guess... We don't have isolated. Well, a lot of those probably weren't isolated tracks, but not with these I'm older assuming. ones. Yeah, no. so I mean, but then there's newer stuff. As like, far as the applications for those old masters, I'm not sure. I guess for new technology, they can adapt it more sure. more purely. Should that arise? You're but, saying this is not as big a disaster. Well, as they're I, making I, I'm it just seem. I'm questioning. I'm just trying to think of what the actual reasons are that, you know, okay, these masters are gone. Mm-hmm. What are the reasons that it there? To what degree are, is this music not preserved? Well, and what, what new music technologies could there possibly be other than just having music appear out of thin air whenever you want it? Yeah. Conjuring it up like some sort of witch's spell out of, the, <laughs> out of nothing. Yeah, I mean, aren't we at a a, a critical mass with technology? It's, I mean, what else can we do other than who knows? Literally, the the phasing, the beaming up of people from one location to another. Well, I mean, I, what what else is there? I don't know. If maybe Xbox will come out with Trumpet Hero, and we won't be able to play along. <laughs> we won't be able to be Louis Armstrong doing strutting with some barbecue or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that would be devastating. Yeah. Um, but then there also are more contemporary artists like Nirvana, Eminem, Hole, Snoop Dogg, Soundgarden, blah, blah, blah. But um, Rocker on the Clock lost. Louie Louie lost in this fire. Oh, that was filthy song anyway. Louie Louie? <laughs> Isn't that the story? That yeah. Is it? They couldn't understand what he was saying, yeah. so they assumed it was something nasty. Yeah. So people were on the lookout. Right. Oh, okay. Like it was, it was being watched. But so here, here's my other question. Okay, Mm -hmm. everybody's pissed off at Universal for this alleged cover up. First of all, did they try to conceal what happened? And second of all, short of them lighting the place up intentionally. Can accidents not simply not happen anymore in the world? Apparently Must not. somebody be blamed and taken to task for every little thing that happens? Yes. Well, and this is not a little thing, obviously. No, but, but that is the way of the world. world. And well, yeah, and, but unfortunately, I mean, and me sitting on my couch doing nothing is going to sit there and think, you know what? If I were the guy who could have prevented this, I would have prevented this from right. happening. Yeah. So you could write about it on Twitter. What idiot let this burn? Do your job. <laughs> yeah, do your job, moron. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm doing nothing. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't see any details of how this happened. How Was I, it stored improperly? I don't know. Was it not in a... What is that called? Hal, not halogen. What's that word? <laughs> that fire where it like sucks air out instead of... Uh, oh, you got me. Whatever it was. I know we used to have that. As weird as it sounds, we had that at Playboy. Well, in the archive room. I wouldn't room. be surprised that it was available. Instead in, of water I'm, sprinklers. It sounds was, like something Chris would have wrote. That. Yeah. Sounds like something Chris would have done a write-up on in the catalog. Right. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Sucking the air out. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was some kind of way to... I didn't, didn't even know that. Yeah, it was some type of system that does... Where it stops the fire without shooting out water. I had no idea. Where it doesn't give it any more fuel or something. Well, that's mm-hmm. a valid question. Why wasn't yeah. that in place here? But this had to have been a huge facility. Yeah. Who knows? The details of this are sketchy. It's well, just all the, hey, look at all this stuff that burned. Is they're also the buried is. in 15 screens of text. It's like, I'm a fucking writer. I'm not reading this. Get yeah. to the fucking point. Yeah. So, I'm looking at it now. I can't even. I some, can't even scroll to the end. Yeah, I'm trying. Literally, there, there was some <laughs> kind of the downside. Is uh, like a, historically, you mentioned like Louis Armstrong. There are people who are like rock and roll pioneers. Their yeah, stuff, their stuff is gone. I've got a few here. Mm-hmm. Um, Fats Domino. Yeah, Damn. I mean these are uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Bobby Darin. Damn, Louis Prima, Ike Turner, Buddy Holly, Paul Anka. Oh, uh, yeah, that one hurts. I mean, it's, that, it's, that one's it's personal. It's painful to listen to this. Super Tramp. Well, is, uh, okay. this is gone. A uh, a gift from the universe. <laughs> you know, the rest was collateral damage to get rid of the Super <laughs> Tramp master tapes. <laughs> now I don't feel too bad about it. Yeah, Chris wishes hey, that all the copies of their albums were burned too. <laughs> You want to make an omelet? You got to break a few eggs. Sacrifice Louis Armstrong to get rid of Supertramp. So it's, it's an even it's a, trade for me. So worth it. It's you know, and everybody's bummed out about this. I don't think a lot of people even know why, but they are. You know, that's totally right. You yeah. know? it's yeah. like so. The, the music is still available. If anything, this will just simply prevent the eighty ninth remastered yes. series of Louis Armstrong's collection. I mean, like, you're telling me all of his material isn't out there already. And if and if it's not, well, guess what? It's gone. Yeah. What are you going to do? What were they holding on to it for so long? <laughs> there you go. Um, but it's, it's bad news, but then we don't want to have bad news. This is not a bad news program. No, no. Even though it has been. How long have we been on right now? <laughs> Six and... Yeah. A half years. Oh, you just mean today. <laughs> yeah. Both are true. Um, but we have good news. Oh, good news is good. Good Let's news. See. Okay. Um, in the wreckage, because they had to sort through what they still had, what survived, mm. they found some stuff that was unreleased, some some classic like past masters that survived the fire that survived the fire there was like a cocoon of burning but, legends but but under keeping this but safe. like unreleased material interesting okay well so they they found we and we don't ask me how well we have our ways we have we have access to three of these master tapes wow look at that That See, this is actually news i didn't even know this was happening before i walked in here so this is exciting stuff and you know we are the recognized symbol of excellence in rock and roll podcasting of course we would have is this like some sort of residual double platinum club perk Uh, that we're enjoying i would say yes maybe not directly related but yeah it's uh we get special treatment by the industry how's that we'll say that again this is all news to me but i'm (laughs) excited about it yeah we've been keeping it from you this whole time we have what three Uh uh-huh we have three what we have three master tapes of uh yeah these are singles that were recorded of rock and roll pioneers yeah these these are actual uh unreleased this was stuff they were holding on to 
Mm-hmm. See, well, that calls into question what I said earlier, that apparently not everything has been released and uh, much of it is will never be released except for this stuff, right? Yeah, that's right. We are we are going to do the service. I think, I think if Andy is okay with it, we can queue up a, a clip. Let's of, let's uh, let's play one. Let's play one. We don't we'll want play one today. We don't give everything away. Yeah, we you know. Hey, this is it's 2019. This is the modern age. We have to string this along, right? So we'll play one today, and, we'll and not even the whole song. Yeah, we'll just give you a piece of this. So let's. Uh, what is, are you just gonna play it, or are you just gonna give some information? Because I'm I'm so again it's got a hand, in the dark. It's got a handwritten label. I can so read it to you. What 1958? 1958. Artist right. is Nicardo Honyes and the Number Twelve Combo. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not heard of that. That sounds like a name yeah. from back then. Nicardo Honyes. And this song is called El Rancho. Oh, wow. 1958. 1958's El Rancho. Are you guys ready to check this out? For the first time ever, huh? Let's play it. Crack it open. Here on Pot of Thunder. <laughs> Ricardo Honez and the number 12 combo, El Rancho. How do you spell Honez? Is it H-O-N tilde E-Z? It's, actually, it's with a J, but okay. yeah. yeah. J-O. Oh, yeah. okay. Now it's making sense. <laughs> it makes more sense. Got it. When you... I, was, I was thinking huevos. Okay. So. Yeah. So this guy would, it seems to me that he would be of the... Given the time period, he would have been of the Richie Valens slash Chris Montez ilk. You know, it's like how... Uh, the Latino heartthrob. Basically how that works is one of these record companies gets a hit with one of these guys, and the other one, I say, I want my Richie Valens, yeah, you know? right, and, exactly. And, and, then, and then the next guy says, I want my Nicardo Honia. That's right. So you, I don't know what order this happened in. Now, this had to have been before the record company executives <laughs> talked him into changing his last name to Jones, <laughs> I'm guessing. Probably, but I don't. I don't know. There aren't any pictures of him. We don't know if he was a heartthrob or not. Well, he was Latino, so he's ninety percent of the way there. Just <laughs> that. Yeah, if you I had mean, the right all hairstyle. All these, well, you know, all these uh, white fifties chicks seeking the ultimate rebellion. <laughs> a Latino man. So they crave Chuck Berry and the various Latino artists that are out there. What could piss off a father more than that? <laughs> I, so what were those lyrics he's saying El Rancho El Rancho 
El Rancho to me. To me. To me. Okay. <laughs> and then take me there. Take me there. It's all you need. Yeah. And then he's he's tearing it up on the guitar. Oh yeah. I mean you wanna you wanna talk about a period correct solo. I mean you 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 hear the fact that rock and roll or rock around the clock is gone with one of the most iconic guitar mm-hmm. solos of all time. Here's your replacement. This one has survived and it's uh here to ease the pain of the loss of that other one. So yeah, maybe next week uh Andy could be coaxed into uh queuing up another one. We've got two more We've here. Got two so. more extreme rarities. Well, we can't really keep them to ourselves, right? No, it'd be a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, Nicardo Honyes and the number twelve combo. And I now, wonder what is what's... the number twelve. It's well, like it. The I asked the question, and as the question is coming <laughs> out, it's making sense to me. So I'm not even gonna. Everybody else in the world has probably figured it out. I literally just figured it out. I just wonder what it is. I mean, it depends what uh, well, establishment this is. You know. Oops. Well, well, but you you understand it's a menu. Item. Yes, it's a menu yeah. item. See, but I just that wonder. didn't occur to me until I was literally asking, asking the yeah. question. To yeah. me, to me, the number twelve item is uh, the flauta dinner. Okay, well that works. Yeah, that, that case, that's what it means to me. I mean, I guess it can mean different things to different well, people. It depends on what restaurant you're at. Well, it's, it's well, every if you're at El Rancho Grande. It's the flauta dinner. Yeah, but every restaurant's number 12 isn't the flauta dinner. No, but to me, <laughs> El Rancho, to me, to me, is, to me. number 12 is the, yeah. is the flauta dinner uh-huh. with beans and rice. It's all that matters. Yeah. And if you uh, veer away from that, I would say to the owner of that establishment, How dare him? <laughs> How dare him? All right, so uh, time to get down to business here. Chris, it's your turn to approve or deny a random choice from the listener submission list. So take off those cans and yep, head on I over got a here. Sashay on over there. Yeah. Hopefully it's more Nicardo Honyes. <laughs> I'd <laughs> I be into that. I Does wonder, he have more? I don't know if he was one of those guys that recorded one song and something happened. Could be like that Walter Payton album. He recorded it. He had an album? When I was going to school, we had a, I forget the guy's name, but we had a record producer come in. And he was talking to the class. And he was talking about working with the police, um, Diana Ross. He said, I even recorded a Walter Payton album. Wow. it, It never got released. It just got shelved. That's crazy. Even still... Yeah. Why not put it out? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't have to be a I, it, a sensation that everyone, you know, that sells. You put it you put that out on vinyl only and put it in stores in Chicagoland. People buy it? People are buying that. You might not be able to anymore. The master tapes might be. <laughs> That's gone. true. Did you check if Walter Payton was on the list? <laughs> I see, you know, you know who well, Rappin' Rodney was he on the list? <laughs> I hope not. Oh, there yeah, were a couple names that I didn't I didn't expect on the list. Like, there were some comedians. Like, I saw Bill Cosby. He was on the list. I saw Martin Luther King Jr. was on the list. Did he have a comedy album? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what kind of... I'm guessing it was one of those... uh, (laughs) 
one of those like didn't they have a lot of JFK albums? I don't know. What, I, was there, I what, like speeches or something? Yeah, speeches or? and things like that. Really? Yeah, I, I remember seeing stuff like that. So that's probably what it is, unless you never know. Okay. Martin, Martin Luther King might have had some other kind of side business going on. Yeah, he might have had a uh, celebrity roast of Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Little heard. Uh, uh. <laughs> had Martin Luther King survived... He would have had a Dean Martin roast. Am I wrong? Eventually, you think that would I happen? think he would have been on one, yeah. Could have. Could Just have throwing it out there. Don Rickles lobbing <laughs> racial slurs at him. Could have had red buttons up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Landon. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Prince would have been on there. These are all... People from the from famous the celebrity roast, roasts, yeah, celebrity yeah. Roasts. yeah, the mind races with possibilities. Were those on regular TV or something? Yeah, I think they, so. Yeah. yeah, just whatever network television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, those were a big deal for a while. They even they even had some that I I had seen clips of where they got kind of silly mm-hmm. with it, where they had they were all dressed like. Uh, colonial kind of dress and that's they had, what they're doing now and they had a roast of george washington that's exactly they what a, they're they doing had a now. guy being being george washington where are they doing that on netflix there's a historical roast series where it's like george washington it's whatever <laughs> it's exactly what you just said it's okay. like jeff jeffrey ross dressed as well, like george washington so that must be where that, they got it from that there's, happened i guess it's happening again then there's a whole series of that on netflix that yeah. i've not well, turned they, on they but. did it in the 70s okay well there you go um, so the number that came up on the random number generator was number 864. Chris sashayed over here, took a look at it, and gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, this was an instant approval wow. for me. Didn't even have to spend a nanosecond considering it. No. I will say that, and we'll talk about it more, but um, this wouldn't have been my f- first pick from this band. I would have probably picked uh six or seven songs over this one but this one is still excellent okay all right well would you like me to intro it yeah go ahead for nick the one person who does the one person on earth who doesn't know what song it is right now (laughs) that's true i think even the cat can see it yeah he's reading it all right here we go all right harold this one's called burn down los angeles off of pressure and time by the band Rival Sons. Ow! Oh, well, this is uh, it's got Chris written all over it. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm a un unapologetic fanboy of this group. Of everything they put out, um, I saw them in the Detroit area. I think back in 2014, and uh, on the drive home, I put their entire catalog up to that point on shuffle not a single bad song where are these guys from uh long beach california okay okay and what's the name of the song again burn down los angeles yep now is that uh is that where the universal (laughs) oh i'm just saying wasn't sure it is that's an interesting coincidence So this many is, coincidences here. Well, I was about to say this was years before the controversy, but it was years after the actual fire. Yeah, so. this is 2011. So, 
Yeah, well, between that and my love of the band, the uh, accusations of shenanigans are going to be strong. Yeah. But what this is, my conscience is clear. This is completely random. Who submitted this? Steve Chappelle. Or okay. Chappell. Steve, I don't know how to say your name. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Chappelle. Any relation to Dave? I think it's his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure, without looking or knowing or is anything. Or it David? Is it David Chappelle? Dave. Dave Chappelle? Dave. Um, no comments from Steve. Okay. Just submitted it, and that's fine. You don't. Yeah, sometimes you don't need it. Are there any other songs from this band on the list? You don't have to name them, but I don't there's, remember how many. There's one other on the list. Just one other. Jeez. Yep. Well, yep. hopefully people will hear this and delve more into the band's catalog because it's uh, quite good. And uh, since uh, the when I saw them, and uh, that was for the Great Western Valkyrie Tour, which is still my favorite uh, album from them, they've come out with two more albums, still on top of their game. Excellent stuff. How long have these guys been around? Uh, that's a good question. I do not know for sure, but I think they've probably got i think six studio albums out we just we just got an authentic flyover yeah we did (laughs) sorry six albums okay so they're uh 2009 say what's rubbing up against nick's dick this week (laughs) making these weird background noises it's weird that i don't even notice half the time (laughs) i don't even bother to look what is that down there it's weird and yet it's not weird when you think about it so Okay. I'm are you looking it up too? Go ahead. You you be the guy. Okay. Uh formed in 2009. Mm-hmm. 2009. Okay. Yeah, Long Beach, California. I don't know much about this band other than the fact that Chris is a big fan. Are these guys did they have any kind of previous career or anything? Are these guys from any other bands that were notable or is this um I do not know much about their background. I think they've been in a few uh, various other bands before. But, I, but not like, oh, this guy was in uh, no one of Dream no, Theater or something. Not that type of you, music. You know, on Wikipedia, it's got associated acts. Yes. It's got Veruca Salt on there for some well, I think the drummer was with Veruca Salt for a brief time. Okay. So. That I did know that for you ever, some reason. You ever run into Veruca Salt back in the day when you were in uh, your Louise band? Post was a customer of mine at Guitar Center. <laughs> Sold her a PV amp. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I figured you'd have some. One of the story. other guys on the guitar floor wanted to bang her. Didn't have the balls to make it happen. If it was the shirtless guy, he would have made it happen. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Like, yeah. Who took his yeah. shirt off or, to fight he, everyone? He would have done it or got arrested trying. Yeah, he was the. The warehouse guy. Everybody wanted to fuck the warehouse guy. But, <laughs> but no, it's funny. The One of the other guys on the guitar floor had a total crush on her, and we tried to convince her to, or convince him to ask her out. He never had the nads to Did do she it. come in frequently? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people did. I mean, that store was right in the heart of the action. Wow. And that was before there were as many stores. Yeah, there were like, 15 stores in the chain when I worked there. Now there's got to be at least 200, right? Probably. I, I, I probably. have no idea. but I mean, I yeah. could think of like five within 
30 miles or so. Yeah. I still even remember my employee number, 2102. Wow. To log into the computer or something? (laughs) Well, yeah, to get your Your commission. commission. Yeah. So. If anybody out there still works there, punch that number in. Give me give me one percent on your next deal. Who was twenty one twelve? That was probably That's a, a question, super nerd. Huh? Yeah, some dickhead probably <laughs> craved that. Somebody number. somebody who really lobbied to get yeah, that number. Exactly. Thought they were cool. Probably like any like everybody else. Lasted three months there and was gone. I managed to make it a year and a half. I don't know. I have no idea how, but. All right. Well, here we go. Are you guys ready? Chris, is there anything you want to say about the song before we play it? Uh, just uh, like I said, I would if I was to pick just a rival song, son song to do of my own volition, I would there would probably be 6 to 8, maybe even 10 that I would pick over this one, but this one is still awesome. So, give you a little uh indication of how uh how deep of quality i think is in their catalog okay nick any thoughts on rival sons before we uh, kick it off i know here? i've listened to a couple of songs but i'm i'm interested in really focusing on it and getting into this one it's making me think of a i guess this would be my rival sons like a more recent band that about the similar amount of output where everything I've heard is good, and I've mentioned them a few times before, and that would be Airborne. Airborne. Yeah. Yep. That was my guess. Okay. Now, they're still active, right? Yeah, I think they just released something. Or it's coming out or just came out. or I got to get on that. Yeah, what are you waiting for? I don't know. What am I doing? I got to go. All right, we'll see you later. All right, well, this is track 6 of 10 or 12, depending if you have the bonus track version. Chris, are you bonus track version I've, guy? I have everything they've ever put out, <laughs> okay, so, so I would yes. have to say yes. Okay. Now, just out of curiosity, do they uh, have any cover songs that they've put out, or is it all originals? I'm just curious I, as to like a point of reference for a cover song that they would go for. You know, I can't even I can't pinpoint a cover that they've done, at least re- released on an album. I can't even think of them doing one in concert. Okay. I thought they covered El Rancho. <laughs> they will now. They, next time you see them. Okay. This is going to be like when Hendrix did Sgt. Pepper like a couple yeah, days after right. the album came exactly. out. <laughs> All right, then. Without any further ado, burn down Los Angeles. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain, 
Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Sounds great. Like the drums. Yeah, their drum sounds are universally excellent. And one of the things that they uh, always have is that huge kick drum sound. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not muffled in any way. It's like almost like, you know, most drummers either have the muffler, muffler ring or they shove a blanket in there mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you, you get the the impression that there's not little or none of that going on it's just like so much resonance and so much uh hugeness to the sound and this this sounds like you're standing a few feet away from a drum kit yeah i mean you can hear the other drums kind of even when they're not being hit yeah and i i like that a lot yeah, you I'm can, sick of you, like you can hear the the res, resonance. Yes, exactly. amongst all the the whole kit, and and you can also get a sense of the the, the room yeah. as well. I'm we've talked about this for 320 episodes, but I'm sick of the modern drum sound where you it's like so perfect, yeah, and so over the top. You don't hear any character or any like you said the room or other drums or any mistakes or variations in the dynamics of a hit on a drum head or whatever it's just all the exact same and i know boring i know this isn't this isn't much that we've heard so far but just the opening hi-hat count was super aggressive cool sounding like even that i was like wow okay yeah yeah they they uh they're just uh they're they're fantastic um everything they've put out has been outstanding and uh and yeah, the, the drum sounds are great. Um, in my rudimentary understanding of drums, I've found that to get a, s- a similar kick drum sound to this is that you have very, very little muffling 
on the on the batter head, and you do not cut a mic hole in the resonant mm. head. I never understood that the need for that to have the mic slightly in, in the drum. Why I, can't you, why can't you just have it in front of it? I don't no, don't cut a hole in the head and get know. a bigger sound out of it. I never To me it was noticeable compared to other kick drums that had the mic hole cut into it. So well, that's just it, my rudimentary understanding but you know that just it jumped out at me that if you wanted to achieve this kick drum sound that was the way to do it yeah just whatever they're doing it sounds great so far yeah and it's very retro which is what you know they get bashed for yet i can't why would (laughs) why bash somebody of the millions of people who say oh i wish music today didn't you know wasn't so terrible compared to the stuff from years ago and then you get a band who sounds like it and then right and then they everybody's get, they, ready to rip them to shreds and then they get bashed for being too derivative it's like yeah. okay well go listen to a whole lot of love for the nine millionth time it's like why why wouldn't you want to hear something for a fresh take on that formula which this is it's a it's an original song original lyrics original approach to the music why wouldn't what's, you want to consume to like? this? But people, you know, they're just looking for things to reasons to not like something these days, people, especially jackasses my age. People hate both sides of the coin these days. They do. People hate everything. They, they Bedroom do. dickheads yeah. complaining. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Now, as you can hear, the uh, guitarist Scott Holiday he, he loves his effects, specifically delays, and he's way into fuzz, fuzz mm-hmm. tones, which you don't really hear a ton of that now, but it's it's still a very sort of retro um, guitar sound. There are a few songs in their catalog where they actually, to me, are, are very... Um, uh, strictly in like an animals camp mm, okay you know so they 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 get that far back retro um but they're obviously a little heavier than that and then the vocals jay buchanan is just an unbelievable vocalist i mean some of the stuff he's able to pull off is incredible and, and they've got a good amount of fuzz on the vocal too They've got a, they've got some uh, some overdrive going on. Yep, yeah. Which that's is, true. I think, I now the other band coming to mind is Greta Van Fleet, who I don't know that much of. But do they? He he doesn't seem to does when they when the I don't know. <laughs> I sound like a I know very, uninformed boob yeah. here, but uh, did they, is there overdrive on that guy's? Uh, I've voice only typically? heard a little bit of their stuff, and it was more clean. Okay, but I'm they just, might have stuff that's because like I'm trying to identify if there's a trend, you know, something. I don't where think if this this style of music are there certain elements that have to be there nowadays? 
I don't think that's uh, a match on that one, but maybe okay. there's more to their catalog than what I've heard. Yeah, that that's a band that just just hasn't grabbed me. I've I've gave given a cursory listen to a couple of their singles and 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 I watched their uh, I think Tonight Show performance mm. and just uh, the vibe I get from them is just they they've been rushed into the spotlight. They're not fully developed yet. Whereas these guys have, well, have they're been, probably twenty years difference in age. Yeah, and yeah. experience. Yeah, that's true. But these guys are like twenty years old, aren't they? Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. around there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and these guys' rival sons are like mid to late thirties already. But okay. Um, but still, I mean, you know, we there's tons of bands throughout rock history who were uh in the late teens early 20s who had it going on yeah they just strike me as not being fully developed yet they've been whoever's behind them and make no mistake somebody is a band like that just doesn't come out of nowhere these days and become the phenomenon that they've become somebody is financing that somebody is marketing that mm-hmm. um whoever decided that they should be the next big time sort of retro band um it seems to me they've sort of rushed them into the spotlight the fans don't seem to care people are seem to be enjoying well, I mean, it if, but if they're putting out good stuff then you know, yeah i mean it's not bad what, but it just counts. hasn't grabbed me hasn't inspired me to purchase anything whereas on the flip side i own everything these guys rival sons have put out so so it, on the retro thing not to not to keep delaying the song here but uh it just made me think of something else that if pe- people complain about it but it's i think what a lot of people want and it's not the only genre where you know there's there's some big potential to kind of go retro i'm thinking bruno mars yeah, because the last couple of hits he's had sound like sounds like stuff from the break-in movies, <laughs> like legitimately <laughs> right. out of the break-in movies, right? So it's it's a oh, and look at the new TV shows that are coming out. Andy was just telling me how he loves Stranger Things. Yeah, I mean, all these things that are set in a the, certain time or yeah. whatever reference to yeah, the all the, 80s or yeah, something. Yeah, shows, movies, music, it's to to go retro, it's it's working. Yeah. Well, and, and you know Hollywood, how many how many reboots of like every classic movies they come out, you know, the 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 they just did that uh, you know, all in the family Jefferson's recreation mm. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But by the same token, you know, you 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 come out with something like this and there's still going to be a faction of people who bash you for not being innovative or original. Guess what? People don't want that in their entertainment. They want something that's familiar, something they enjoy. They, they want something it, in a genre that they already enjoy. Exactly. It's a contribution, a, a substantial contribution to a genre that they're into. Yeah, but but to be to, to reject this in favor of listening to a Zeppelin album for the nine millionth time is just something I I, I don't get. Yeah. It's like why wouldn't you want a, a, at least a fresh take on the music that you enjoy? 
I, I just don't get the re the criticism of it. It makes no sense to me. And he, he plays a lot of slide guitar, you can hear it mm-hmm. in this. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just another thing I wanted to point out. But, um, um, yeah, I never really delved into the lyrics in terms of what they might be talking about or singing about in this one. I just, I don't know, the, just the, the power of the guy's voice and the, the, the melodies are what... Um, draw me in i've never really gone too deep into the lyrics on a, a I think, lot of their songs i think we should though okay yeah. and and while andy's looking it up even though i know he's got it already yeah. pretending like i'm stalling okay. for you sure um i like i really really like and for some reason i can't think of another song where they do it quite this way i really like what the drums are doing during this chorus just yeah, ba- bashing yeah. the cymbal and right. like, and muting it with his hand, just con- you know, over yeah. and over and over. That's pretty unique. Yeah, Th- and it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and this guy's... It's got a marching kind of a quality right. to it. And they're talking about burning down a city, <laughs> yeah. so it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. He's really he's he's an awesome drummer. I mean, he sounds great so far. Stuff, on this one. I mean, every album has got kick-ass drumming and just stuff that will blow you away and he's one of these you know he's he's got this simple four-piece kit you know he's not he's no not mike portnoy but uh he really does some cool stuff and is is always got a kick-ass sound to his drums cool um you want to hear the lyrics yeah i come from the mountains down to the water i come to drink from the dreams of your sons and daughters I come from the summer off the rails with my hammer in hand about to hit it on the nail. Hmm. Somebody uh, somebody going to Los Angeles to pursue a dream, I guess. Yeah, and he's going to set that town on fire. That's set a good interpretation. That's the way I'm taking it, too, yeah. I don't think it's, it's like... Sort a, of a welcome to the jungle... <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit. Yeah, that's I, that. That's, like I said, I never even delved into the lyrics of this one, but that would that would be a good interpretation as opposed to you know some versus like a rage against the machine, the battle of Los Angeles, or yeah, or some sort of you know statement about you know Rodney King. I was going to say that I think this or, is Rodney King riots. Yeah, which of course this this is came out written and came out long after that stuff but um, yeah you know you see the title and you your mind automatically goes there but I, i'm liking yeah. uh, nick's interpretation see, i'm 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 getting ahead of myself mentally here because i'm almost thinking okay is it gonna go into an area where there's gonna be disillusionment going on mm. you know I, I i'm gonna set the town on fire and then Oops, I didn't. And then the next, the next verse or third verse is going to be, wow, this, yeah, this town is. Uh, I just, you know, I want to destroy <laughs> it. It's so terrible. <laughs> I don't know what yeah. it's done to me. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Los Angeles, I'm gonna burn down 
I heard something in there about waiting tables, so that would go into Nick's interpretation. And broken dreams, right? Well, sort of. He said, I come for revenge for my broken dreams. I didn't come to wait tables or park limousines. So I think he's saying, Mm. I'm not going to accept any BS. Right, right. Yeah, I'm not going to let that happen to me, what Nick said. Which you were right that it would sort of go in that direction, but he's saying, this is not going to happen to me instead of this happened to me. Right. Yeah. Or it could be like, well, he's he's almost like this is not going to happen to me this time. Like he did that, oh, maybe before. Did yeah, that like, once before, and he's like, okay, this is my last shot. I'm going all in. Yeah. Yeah, if, not, he, if he has broken dreams, then that, yeah, that it's, it's indicates more, that something happened in the past. I'm getting more of like a redemptive kind of an attitude more than a despair. Hmm. Yeah, and I do get the impression, I, I don't... No, I am not versed in their background, but I do. They did come on the scene as somewhat older. I think mid to late twenties. They came on the scene when they really got together in this band. But I definitely get the impression that all of the members had had been in several bands. Of I don't know about if notable is the right word, but like but the, taking the, a crack at it, yeah. And yeah. uh, finally convened and hit on this formula, and they're doing quite well now. Get up on my hands and knees. That's interesting how, because it's a pretty, like, you know, the overdrive and everything going on in the effect, it's, it's got a noise rock kind of quality to it. Mm-hmm. And when he's holding that note, singing the word burn, mm-hmm. with all the other sounds going on, it's making me think of, like, riot in the streets and a, a siren I was just about wailing. to say the same thing. Oh, yeah. Whether okay. that's intentional or not, I don't know, but it's a pretty great... Uh, yeah, pretty yeah I was gonna, about to bring up the same thing. It struck both of you the same way, so maybe it was intentional. It. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, you know they're 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 a retro throwback. They get compared to Zeppelin all the time just because some of the which, riffs are similar. Which I don't hear at all in this. Song. I don't not, either. Not, right? not necessarily in this song, yeah. but there are some that you know. Like, and we've talked about it before. It's like so you. Nobody else in the history of music can write that kind of swaggering, bluesy riff without being compared to Zeppelin. Get out of here. I mean, it's just, it's what, it, it sounds good, and you, you if you're influenced by that, you t- put your own take on it. You yeah. Know, it might sound similar occasionally, but just the, the, these knee-jerk compar- comparisons to Zeppelin. Can we just stop doing that? Just in general. Yeah. Tired, tired of it. Yeah, it's <laughs> so stupid. It. You know? It's like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Why can't you do that? Why can't you play rock music? 
It's like I don't like this metal band. They they just hit an open E power chord. That's too Sabbath for me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. What are they doing? Come on. <laughs> Come well, up with something. I feel like people who complain about stuff like that are just mad at everything, right? Because you can't be serious that you really, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I think some people are. Are they? Uh, I think they're just mad at life. I don't know. Which, hey, if life's got you down, I'm sorry. But is it one of those things where you just don't want to, you just have to stick to your your bands from your time and i and you i get, get that. that that's your most impressionable time and yeah, you're always gonna look back that. back upon that fondly but to have it um completely shut off your your acceptance of anything that's come out since then is that's that's your own loss i mean nobody else is suffering over that right it's ridiculous in general, I think that's that's one of the mission statements of Pot of Thunder, even though we're guilty of it. People need to stop complaining about every possible thing on the planet because it's exhausting for me just to read it. I can't imagine living it. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's what gets you attention. I guess You're, you don't get nearly as much attention being the person putting out something original. You get way more attention being the person bashing it. So, are you telling me? That you don't really catch more bees with honey, Nick? Depends what the bees are, I guess. Okay. But uh, no, I don't think so. That's... Well, and, and when people put out something that's truly original, it, it people who claim they want it are like, uh, uh, what is this? I, I can't... I, I don't understand this. This is this is noise. This is crap, you know? That's why you shouldn't listen to anybody. Right. Ever. And then you know something like uh, something like this comes out, and they're just like, and one of the biggest crit- easy criticisms that somebody comes out with is, oh, the songwriting isn't there. What are you talking about? What what's what's <laughs> missing in the songwriting? The only thing missing in this songwriting is it hasn't been driven into your skull. Mm-hmm. Time and time again by fucking classic rock radio. It's the only difference. If you're a bedroom dickhead <laughs> and you criticize someone for the songwriting not being there, there's only one thing to say to you. How dare him? How dare him? Well, it's just it's, just it's the easy thing to say when you got nothing else to hang your hat on. It's so stupid. It's like, uh, the uh, songwriting is weak. See, I'm here out of here. Up. Shut the fuck I'm up. I'm hearing and, more. And, um, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm hearing more. I'm, I was trying to think of like, just the overall sound. I'm hearing more of like an Iggy Pop sound, like Lust yeah, for Life yeah, kind, of a, they kind can, of a vibe. Right. There's a, there, I'm, I'm not hearing Zeppelin. Or well, but there, like that, really. again, there are, uh, there are plenty other, other songs, songs yeah. in your catalog that w- you would instantly compare. It yeah, as. but I mean, this one I'm I'm hearing like a you know the overdriven Iggy Pop kind of a sound. And the title track of this album has got a a riff that a lot of people would just instantly they're minds would go to zeppelin and it's, there's nothing wrong with it it's a fucking great riff you know um again this particular song i would would have not picked it ahead of probably 10 other songs i keep every time i mention that i keep increasing the number i realize i'm doing that but yeah this sounds um, pretty cool though so. no it's great i mean coming back from that show 
from Detroit area, about a four-hour trip. I just put their entire catalog on shuffle, mm-hmm. and I had enough material to make it through the whole trip. I didn't hear one bad cut. That's impressive. And, I, and but that it, it might have some a lot to do with the fact that I'm simply a fanboy of this band. But sure, but if there there's crap reason, in the though. catalog, I'm not just gonna, you know. Uh, I, I put the Kiss catalog on shuffle. Talk to me comes up. That song is crap. I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> I, I didn't hear any of that in the Rival Sons uh, catalog up through Great Western Valkyrie, and since then they've put out two more albums that are equally impressive. The latest one, especially, and uh, they, these guys can just do no wrong, in my opinion. Not a a lot of fat there. No. I I like the fact that uh, there wasn't... uh, I was trying to speculate lyrically where it was going to go. I I thought there would be like a third verse that's going to kind of sum up everything. Or, you know, it didn't go to that. It didn't need to. Two minutes and 35... I don't know, two minutes and 25 seconds. It's all you need. I love that. Big fan of a short song. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's in the tradition of don't believe a word, Thin Lizzy. That's that's about probably... almost the same length live version even shorter just balls to the wall the whole time it's in that tradition are, are you uh you probably since you're a i'm i'm not nearly as big a thin lizzy guy as you but you just made me think of it have you heard the old gray whistle test or have you seen that video of them doing uh don't believe a yeah, word with yeah where it's a lot kind of slower and more mellow yeah pretty interesting choice i like it yeah that, that song had a couple different iterations had that the, I think originally it was the slower version that they jacked it up but um yeah yeah, yeah the, the, the live and dangerous version of mm-hmm. that is barely two minutes long fucking incredible but uh yeah this is a potent cut and the, the weird thing about rival sons for me is I'm a guitar player and I love I'm not one of these guys who a guitar player who only listens to horn players or that nonsense, <laughs> you know. Which, Again. if you want to do that, fine. But don't don't criticize a guitar player for appreciating other guitar players. Um, this guy's style is is not really something that that I key in on as as being super into. Like, I'm not super into slide guitar. I'm not super into fuzz tones. Um, and like a lot of his solos are just not the type of solo I would generally prefer to hear, but just in the context of the band, it's just brilliant. Hmm. Well, it's time to vote Sweet Surrender or Kick in the Crotch. Chris, I think you should vote first. Yeah, Sweet Surrender for me. It's Sweet Surrender! Yeah, if you liked this one, trust me, they're still funny. They're, uh, there are, you know, 
a dozen songs I could name, and yes, I increased that number again. <laughs> I realize I'm doing this. Going up but, like 0. 0.8 songs but every I'm, time. But I'm literally like trying to place this in the in the ranking of all their songs, and every time I think about it, another one pops in ahead of it. But this song is still great, which to me uh, illustrates the depth and the quality of their catalog. So... If you've never explored these guys, this is a good album to start with. This one and the one that followed it, Great Western Valkyrie, are good starting points, but you can't go wrong with any of it. I will also say that this is the uh, last album they did with their original bass player, mm. and um, who was he had a lot of cool stuff going on. You know, very john paul jones style player then they got the new guy who's been with them for the past three albums and he's got some cool stuff going on too you know um might be considered bit players both of them but they both contributed to the sound pretty significantly Hmm. but uh but yeah there was a slight transition there but the three other core members are still intact nick a uh, sweet surrender for me. Ooh. It's sweet surrender. Hell yes. Still not used to waiting a second there. At the end <laughs> After, of it. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a change up coming at you. <laughs> um, I re- I thought it was a very very cool song, and um, I and you'd never heard it before. No, I'd never. I'd heard maybe a couple of songs by these guys, and just was never anything where i just dug into it any deeper than that but this is a very cool song i enjoyed it quite a bit the um um couple of uh other artists that i'm a fan of uh are coming to mind just like little bits and pieces little you know like the slide guitar um, thinking like a rose tattoo thing because that mm. was their big signature thing as they were kind of ACDC with a slide. I can't wait for them to show up on the list, by the way. Yeah. But are they not on the list at all? I don't know if, if they are. They're, I, they're, I haven't noticed. They're but, not. Our listeners need to step yeah, up. Yeah, that's, that's a mistake. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, like this sound of the like the overdriven slide guitar makes me think of like no more tears era zach wild wow that's he, quite a comparison he was pretty he he was pretty uh he had a pretty signature sound for that time period and doing that kind of thing yeah yeah you're right like no more tears is there is there a cooler sounding slide guitar no, part that's a good than, point, than the yeah, verse actually. of no more tears or the intro <laughs> but um I don't know, and like the, it's got that overdriven kind of almost noise rock thing, which yeah, which 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 is really cool sounding. Yeah, and you would think that 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 approach to it would would earn them some credibility with the you know the the pitchfork Lollapalooza crowd of the day. And mm-hmm. these guys are doing well. Don't get me wrong, but the. A singer of the caliber of Jay Buchanan, he he should be a fucking icon, like uh, on the level of Robert Plant. But it's just th- that that type of adoration just doesn't come the way of of somebody who's in a band like this anymore. Which mm-hmm. is just the times have changed. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I enjoyed it very much trying to figure out what it was about. It seemed pretty cut and dry, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming <laughs> didn't to the go, big city to kick some ass. Didn't go much. too deep. Um, we don't know how it ended, and that's fine. Yeah. It hasn't ended, I guess. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe that's what they're saying. But yeah. I, I like the brevity of the song. Yeah. Very cool song. I mean, nothing bad to say about it. Andy, what do you think? I will agree with you guys and give it a sweet surrender. It's sweet surrender. Hell yes. Um, what was the drummer's name again? Mike Miley, I believe is his name. I like Mike Miley. I'm going to check I, out more. I, I like him very much after hearing this oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to check out more of their stuff. I, lo- I mean, everybody's doing their thing in this band, it sounds like, but I'm a big fan of what he did on the drums. Yeah. Um, Choices-wise, you know what I mean? It's not like you said before, it's not the flash of what he's doing, but it's the uh, creativity <clears throat> excuse me originality uh just the placement of certain things at certain points in the song it's what's cool it's not yeah. like the exact same drum fills and drum beats that you've heard in every song your whole life there's some variation of everything so and also uh the brevity of the song the theme of the song like i yeah. said i'm gonna go to the big city and uh grab it by the balls and take what's mine or whatever. And, you and know. an interesting twist uh, insinuating that I'd been here once before. It didn't go too well. Yeah. I'm, I've regrouped and I'm coming. Oh, wait, that sounds like the story of the garlic dragon on Pot of Thunder. <laughs> He's come to steal honey from the killer bees in this room. Maybe Jay's, Jay Buchanan's spirit was also broken by LL Cool J. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I the funny thing is that 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 show I saw them at in uh, Pontiac, Michigan. Um, one of the I was with the old Mean Red singer and a friend of his, and this friend of his knew somebody at the club and got us backstage like mm. after their set, which is boy. What do you want to see after you're doing a rock show? Is a bunch of scrags like us waiting <laughs> for you? Um, yeah. But there was like nobody else back there, and we were hanging out with these guys, and they were really cool. The, the singer actually said to me, "He's like, you know, I, I actually don't really consider myself as much of a singer as I do a songwriter." And I wanted to slap him. I'm like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you talking about? You're." One of the greatest singers to come around uh, in 30 years. And he's like, hey, I'm, I'm less into my singing than my songwriting. I was like, well, that's uh, quite the, a statement. I guess that's not a bad way to go about it, potentially, if you're if you're viewing your your voice as the vehicle for your songs. Yeah. Then, then you're a double threat. It was just, just after, if you, if you ever see these guys live, you witness this guy in action for two hours, and then you talk to him afterward, and he says that. It's just a total <laughs> disconnect. But that was kind of an amusing, amusing tidbit there. Well, three sweet surrenders wins you a trip to the next round. Rival sons. All right, Hammond! I got a question for you! I'm sure they're excited to have made it to this round. And Paul Stanley needs to know. Oh, it's he... Like they, they just... They hit bucket five. This is, is bucket... Bozo bucket? This is bucket number six. 
This is the crisp one hundred dollar bill, <laughs> or is this the Schwinn bicycle? It's both. Oh, it's both. I okay. think a hundred dollar bill in the bucket, a Schwinn bicycle, man, pack of bun bars, <laughs> and a number twelve combo <laughs> if you're lucky. The icing on the cake. That's a flauta <laughs> dinner. You're a, a flauta, flauta guy. I'm a huh? flauta guy. Yeah. The chicken chicken flautas, That's my jam. Yeah, I think people. I think that was in a yard of questions before, but you know, I, I Mexican food is just always never a bad idea from my standpoint. Yeah. I'm with you. Except for one particular restaurant <laughs> we discussed last <laughs> week. We won't get it on that road again, but. Yeah, my favorite. So, and uh, I want it without getting back into that whole uh, that whole discussion from last week. Yeah, just uh, it occurred to me because we had that coincidence today with the uh, talking about that vault burning down, mm-hmm. right? And then right. Los Angeles. I just thought it was interesting. We had slave to the grind last week and i believe that the uh gentleman in question's name might actually mean king of the world yes and you can't be king of the world if you're slave to the grind if yeah. it, what just, a coincidence more shenanigans another yeah. interesting coincidence that occurred to me after the fact yes so is that that universal building that burned down that was in california yes okay yep. yeah interesting Completely random. I know people don't believe us when we say that, but it's absolutely true. My yeah. conscience is clear. What a stupid place to keep important <laughs> stuff. Where else are you going to keep them? I don't know. I, don't know. I didn't know that about the Playboy archive, though. I yeah, mean, yeah. The, the Universal archive must have just been simply too big to to have that kind of technology going on i don't know i never knew that um yeah whatever (laughs) i was gonna look up what it's called but no one cares anyway burn down los angeles is it a rock and roll boner classic as voted by the three rock and roll boners in this room and batman the cat who's slid his vote over to me <laughs> sitting here it was on the in shelf. And, and it was in san Fernando san fernando valley area of los angeles mm, there you go another interesting coincidence i just feel like los angeles i mean I, I guess you could say anywhere in the country has its own unique problems hurricanes tornadoes but i feel like los angeles earthquakes god knows what else so was it part of a wildfire or just a self-contained I think, blaze? I think the uh, security guard fell asleep with a cigarette in his mouth. That <laughs> yeah, could have been. A wor- it says the fire... Be- now, this is Wikipedia, so whatever. But okay. The fire began when a wor- worker used a blowtorch to warm asphalt shingles being applied to a facade. Didn't this just happen somewhere else? The exact same thing? Uh, hold on. How much do you have to warm? I don't know anything about my brain is about uh, putting up a facade, but something's happening here. How much, do you, it, to, how much do you have to warm asphalt to do that? That's a, a technique, but I feel like this just happened. Okay, whatever. No. I can't think of what it was, but another story was the exact same reason. It's for almost a big like fire. the the roofer's version of creme brulee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
you think that in 2019 there's got to be a better way to do this yeah. blowtorch that could potentially start a building on fire? Well, it did. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Okay, three votes. Has to be unanimous. Is burned on Los Angeles. Big smelly boner classic. <laughs> What's more manly than that? <laughs> What's more masculine than that? Yeah, no one wants a big, clean boner. <laughs> Not appealing to all the senses. A big, clean boner has been used enough. You want you want one that's that's that knows what it's doing, has a little experience. <laughs> a boner with some grime on it. <laughs> Boner that looks like Fonzie's coveralls. <laughs> Happy Days episode. <laughs> what I'm talking about. Yeah, right, how, what's the order? Are you guys votes in? I say yes. Yeah, mine's in. And it should go Chris, Nick, Andy. Or whatever. I just think Chris should go first. And stuff. Knocking stuff over. Everything oh, is picked up on these blue it microphones. Is. Every little noise, I can scratch my mustache. Yeah, and hear it. yeah, I, I'm, I'm noticing that. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll get it started. Are we ready? Yes. I'm gonna say rock, roll. Not smelly enough boner. Oh well, that's how it goes. <laughs> Not a soft boner. Not a totally clean boner, and I feel like this band, if I got one of those other 11 songs above this, would be there. It's definitely piqued my interest. But I I almost did a no boner for that reason, that there are so many more songs by them that I like better, but really what tipped it over was the analysis of the lyrics and what the song is actually about. I can definitely get on board with that. I'm a fan. It's a very cool song. I don't know. I'm already regretting my decision, but it's too mm, late. Eh. I feel like it's there, but it's maybe this isn't the one yet. <laughs> this isn't the one from Rival Sons, I should say. So, I'm the asshole today. Well, based on the uh, stuff that you guys mentioned that you liked about the song, mm-hmm. I will steer you in the direction of the title track of this album. Mm-hmm. And then the opening track of the next album, Electric Man. I like that. I, like, I would. I uh, like that name. I would. Sure. I would uh, <laughs> encourage you guys to listen to either or both of those, and I would be surprised if that didn't send you completely down the rabbit hole. I don't even need to hear it. Big smelly boner to Electric Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, and and the lyrics are. They have, they have great album titles. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the the lyrics of Electric Man are sensational. Um, and then from the their most recent album, uh, their, the second single, Too Bad, incredible, mm. amazing vocal Too performance. Bad. Also a good name. Yeah. It's it's making me think of uh, the old Scorpion song, Robot Man. Is this real? Yeah. Okay. I can't tell. Yeah, Robot Man, Electric Man. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I have to put see. them on back to back. See what happens. I think we've got some new uh, couple converts uh, to to the this band. I think so. so. I'll definitely be listening tomorrow. Yeah, it's good. To, uh, I, I'd be surprised if you didn't uh, 
probably not like it as much as me, but I, I would be very surprised if you didn't find at least a half dozen other st- songs in their catalog that you were really into. Yeah, and it's been overdue for me to check this band out, so about time. And I know a lot of people who listen to our show love this band, too. So. Do you hear you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was say, I feel like the piano. I feel like that's one of the other master tapes being Ooh, played some, in the studio next door. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I hear familiar. Making sure it's all, all, all of it's still there. Yeah, I think so. Just queuing it up, maybe for next week. We'll see. But anyway, if you disagree with me or with Nick and Chris, I'm sorry. That's just the fucking way it is. Can you believe Paul Inka's Masters got burned? That's, that that one's personal for me. It's disappointing. And I was I was reading up because I saw that it was his, and then that made me kind of look some more stuff up about Mr. Paul Inka. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that, that he, he wrote a song for Buddy Holly. Jeez, really? Yeah. Yeah, there was a Buddy Holly song that was written by Paul Inka. <laughs> How long has he been active? Forever in the fifties. I mean, mid fifties. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. And it, to think, and he's done something to, for our show. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. To <laughs> well, think he he was like you know the go to guy for like Sinatra needs a song. Okay, call Anka. He wrote a song for Buddy Holly. Did all this stuff with Michael Jackson. Just the, the list goes on and on. It's incredible. Spends and, time with Michael Cavaccini. And to think that he spent like twenty seconds of his life. Talking about, even though he never heard us, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Doing, sure. doing a, a promo for us for no good reason. Well, let's hear it. Hi, guys. This is Paul Anka, and you're listening to one of my favorite hangout places, Pot of Thunder. <laughs> Stay tuned and don't miss it daily. They got it down and they do it my way. Anka, checking out. And he was a. So cool. He was a, he was a, a villain on a Kojak episode. Jeez, to think what, what that to think that done? this guy spent that brief time even <laughs> Re- he's responsible for the song you're having my baby i mean what what that's what that alone is just i mean you're having my baby what a lovely way of showing baby, how much you love, you love me, love yeah. me. how fucking hilarious is that <laughs> Gonna upset my mom. She's listening. Yeah. That was that was one of her. Uh... Oh, I'm speaking in reverence. Oh, <laughs> trust me. I, I that's one of again, my mom's this, favorites. This is right up there with the whole. You know, we're gonna fuck around and make a baby in this room <laughs> and throw this money on you. Just the whole concept, just singing about impregnating a woman. It just doesn't get any more audacious than that. There was Try, that. To reiterate, I speak in absolute reverence of that. The only other song I could think of is, uh, I think it was a Billy Paul song, Let's Make a Baby. Let's Make a Baby. <laughs> I think that was Billy Paul. Yeah, probably. Uh, it would be. I mean, yeah. It's, of course, Me and Mrs. Jones, a song about banging another man's wife. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is quality material. Yeah. Outstanding subject matter. Well, guys, you know what time it is. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swing away. Uh, yes, chief. Baseball fever, kick it. <laughs> <laughs> It's time. How come, how come neither of you guys have ever run into Tim Meadows in the city? I have no idea. It's too bad. He's just, I don't know. There was almost a Tim Meadows uh, studio booking one time, uh, and then it got canceled, and I was so disappointed. I've been watching, uh, it's been on rotation on HBO, Mean Girls a lot lately. Yeah, he's, he's in that. He's a principal he's, Yeah, right. he's great in that. He's great in everything. He's, he's great in everything he's done. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Yeah. I won't disagree with you. Man. All right, so today's Yardo questions comes to us from, oh, I wish we had a, damn it, there's a clip, there's a clip that would go with this. That made me think of it. But give me a second. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see if we can make this happen on I, the fly. I like that you're doing something. I don't know if we can make this happen. Oh, I don't think we can. Damn it! It's not gonna work. This clip does not exist on its own. I'd have to mine for it. We don't have time for uh, that. What? what? Uh, well. It's not. It's not one I sent you recently. No, 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 oh, no. It's too bad. This comes from a lady, mm. and I was going to use the ladies' man. Ooh, it's a lady. <laughs> Ooh, it's a lady. Yeah, whenever a woman yeah. would call his yeah. show, would have been good, but <laughs> didn't have that one ready because Damn. that never happens on Pot of Thunder. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So this comes to us from Jackie Hardigan. Frequent commenter on Facebook. And uh, a friend of ours. A friend of ours from way back yeah. when. 
Is she aware of the because we we did uh, in in Nick's absence we did uh, Survivor song I Have the Tiger. And I spoke highly of the follow-up album Caught in the Game. Is this person aware of the Survivor song Jackie Don't Go? Yeah, I'm sure she'll let us know. Yeah. If she's not, she should be. She should adopt it as her her uh, personal anthem. I mean, what other song out there has the word Jackie in the title? <laughs> not enough. That's another one that just cracks me up. It's just, singing about a woman named Jackie. How great is that? I love it. It's great. Contains the lyric, There was passion in the schoolyard upon the autumn leaves. Wow. <laughs> Brilliant shit. Have you ever heard that? No, I you, don't know you, that you one. You need to hear that one. So the passion was so uh, palpable that it was on the leaves yeah, even? They just, they just had <laughs> the to... Like had, a dew? The almost. shadows. Yeah. <laughs> they just had to, start, had to start fucking right then and there. <laughs> There was a pile of leaves nearby. Yeah. <laughs> I gathered some leaves. <laughs> Took a makeshift yeah. pile. Um, so Jackie used to come see Found our... Found a paper bag, a giant one. <laughs> filled it up with some leaves. <laughs> Made a mattress. Made one of those uh, weird uh, ramped cushions for yeah. different positions. Right. Optimal Lumbar positioning. Lumbar support. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Always helpful when passion overcomes you on a schoolyard. It's good, it's good that the guy kept his head, though. You know, yeah, like it, it, passion, but still thinking. Mm-hmm. So I was going to mention Jackie used to come see the Flying Aaron's play. So that's how long and she's, we've known. And Jackie. she still she's, even wants to communicate. I was going to say she's way. still in your orbit. Yeah. That's impressive. And that's been done for that's, thirteen years. That's a credit that's to her. So. All right. <clears throat> so she says, this Yardo Questions is dedicated to the ladies out there. Oh, oh, boy. I like it. Question one. If you were to turn your song pick over to your significant other this week, what song do you think they would pick? There's an idea for a future episode, a Ladies of Thunder takeover. Oh, I mean, the closest we came to that was having all three of them on the, the opening uh, theme. Music. Oh yeah, that one. The uh, Pot of Thunder intro. Clip. Yeah, right, that's the right, closest right. that we've come to having that happen. Um. So, what song would our wives pick? Maybe a song. I or, don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we have to Re- nail it down to the one. Pick one. Maybe respect, something. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go with uh, something that my wife listens to a lot at home. Um, I think she well and speaking of a band who has a retro sound an unapologetically retro sound deliberate and nails it mm-hmm. I think she would go with a Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings song I'm not familiar they they have it's very much like a 1960s kind of sort of girl group kind of a and they nail the sound and we have a couple of records of theirs and they're current yeah cool. yeah they're yeah they're still around they got a pretty good amount of records out and uh i think it's what's it called stranger to my happiness i think is the song that uh okay that usually she gets down to when it's on can't help herself i like that she gets down <laughs> oh, this is uh hmm 
I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one out there because it's it's actually funny that uh, that she's on board with my interpretation of it, but because of its placement in uh, in the movie Fargo, I developed an affinity for the Ho- Jose Feliciano song "Let's Find Each Other Tonight." <laughs> But whenever I sing the chorus, I swap out the word find for fuck, <laughs> and my wife sings it right along okay. with me. So, there you go. let's fuck each other tonight by Jose Feliciano. I can't. I, for, I like that. I don't think I've ever heard that song, but he's a guy whose catalog I need to dig deeper yeah. into. Mm-hmm. You're, you're aware of his controversial rendition of the National Anthem in Tiger Stadium before, yes. I believe, a World Series game, or was it the All-Star game? I can't remember. I think it was World Series. Yeah, so it, it was the 68 World yeah. Series, so Vietnam was, yeah, was going on. Before Hendrix stuff. did the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, Got to give that guy some credit. For, and it wasn't even... It was just it was, a... It was good. It was not, you know, it was not anything... I don't. It's, I never it, understood it, the controversy. It was just that he it was, was being him. It was a deviation. That was that right. was the controversy. A deviation by a, a person of color. I'm sure that factored into is, it. Is so he blind too? Yeah. Yeah. Give him. Cut him some slack. But yeah, and plus he that, doesn't even hey, know he's a person of color. That's <laughs> just I, what people <laughs> told him. <laughs> People have to tell him what's in the number 12 combo. He can't see it up on the he, menu board. He, once but. he smells it and tastes yeah. it, he, he can speak that yeah, language you, fluently, you, I have a you feeling. Be, you become a flauta guy immediately. <laughs> but uh, Oh, and something else he's known for, and I, th- I think this might have been mentioned uh, earlier in this episode. If not, it was an episode or two ago. Performer of the theme song of Chico and the Man. Oh, okay. And he's he's done everything. And he's Feliz Navidad. He's oh, Feliz yes, Navidad. Yeah. Do you guys? I don't know if you were Letterman watchers, like in the early to mid two thousands. But do you remember when he used to do that thing, Letterman, where he would throw the card and it would do like the window breaking thing, which right, he did forever. Yeah. But yeah. there was the period where. It would do the window break, and then they would play part of Old Turkey Buzzard by Jose Feliciano, <laughs> and then and then it would cut to footage of like a buzzard flying around in slow motion. <laughs> it was so weird, but they did it for like the majority of a year. That's good. I never seen. No, I uh, must not have been I'll watching find back it. Then. It's, it was one of my favorite things ever on TV because it's just it never explained, made no sense. Just went to Old Turkey Buzzard. Have you ever heard Let's Find Each Other Tonight, Jose I, I'm not sure how familiar... I mean, I saw Fargo when it came out, so I must have heard it once, but uh, not sure. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good. And, and yes, his catalog is worth exploring. Okay, question two. Pot of Thunder has been a bit of a sausage fest thus far with the a song... Bit. Well, with the song picks. Well... Are there any female musicians you are fans of? As a 90s teen, I'd love to hear some Hole or Veruca Salt to name a couple. Yeah, Both no. bands mentioned today on the show. Um, Too many coincidences. See, I, I've i got one that I have lined up for, like, it's been on my list forever for a song selection not on the list. I don't know if I should give that out, though. Is that a mistake? Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or to just stay the band, I guess. Yeah, didn't she just say what band? I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, definitely for me, and she's talking, you know, 90s also, um, my favorite rock band with a female singer by far is Letters to Cleo. That's right. Yeah, great songs. Just one of those bands where you listen to the album and it's like, wow, every song was good. So actually, their drummer became the drummer for Veruca Salt at one point, and he and he's he's a he's the front man of American Hi-Fi. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Is this uh, Renaissance man? I, and yeah, he's a musical director for a bunch of people. And yeah, great band. Um, yeah, but far and away, that's uh, that's that's my selection. All right. Well, I I have uh, I have Celebrity Skin by Hole and American Thighs by Veruca Salt on my iPod. I enjoy both. Uh, so another '90s female centric band that uh, I would be surprised if wasn't on Jackie's radar, but I will vote for L7, specifically the Bricks Are Heavy album, which is the one that clearly had a, some extra production pizzazz. This was, this was their attempt to put out like a Nevermind or something, something that was clearly spit-shined, produced, meant for mass consumption. And uh, did, that, know, did that have Pretend We're yep, Dead? Yes, okay. it did. A cool song. My favorite song on the album is One More Thing. So if Jackie knows of that one, her credibility is skyrocketed in my book. And I wouldn't be surprised if a, a Donna song came up. At That's some right. Point. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Dave Burke is going to be pissed at us for not mentioning them until you just mentioned them. Well, but I, I did that just to appease him. They are solid. No question about it. They they're. I have three of their albums, and I, I should uh, acquire more, so that could happen. All right, question three. In a recent episode, Chris called out power ballads as mostly pandering to female fans. I don't believe I did that, but... I'm going to go with Jackie on this one. No. I'm trying to think of what episode <laughs> that would have been. What that was... The last time we talked at length was was the Macaulay Shanker oh, group okay, album. Okay. Certain power bands, power ballads, that one in particular, are absolute pandering garbage. I, if I if it if I came across as painting the all power ballads as such, I would like to retract that. I am a sucker for a good power ballad. I'm wondering what the actual question is. All right. But come on, everyone has a few power ballads they dig. Hey, there you go. Which are the ones you actually like? My two cents. I like The Flame by Cheap Trick, Hysteria or Love Bites by Def Leppard, and Reason to Live by Kiss. Hmm. Um, well, Hysteria is a great one. Love Bites, I can't really do. Not a fan? Not really. Maybe just from hearing it too many times. Just ne- never was a song that grabbed me anyway. But uh, yeah, Hysteria is a great one. The sentiment of making love to you might drive me crazy is a <laughs> bit too unsettling for you. <laughs> it's, it's, well, 
Yeah, the, the 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 notion of going insane after having sex with someone <laughs> seems kind of kind of anti-climatic, well, climactic, my, pun intended. My my sweet pain, my love will drive you insane. Yeah, I mean, sweet pain is that? A, that's not a power ballad. No, I'm it? just saying that, lyrically. That, 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 oh, okay. Quite, yeah. quite similar yeah. uh, to that line. True. Um. I mean, Love Song by Tesla is a great one. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Pictures of Aaron. Pictures of Aaron is the flagship song of the Flying Aarons. <laughs> That's what we're told. Um, wow. What's the... I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that the vast majority of power ballads don't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like right. I, I am on that side. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm looking up a list of power ballads real quick just to see if anything jumps out at me. I mean, it, doesn't "Home Sweet Home"? <laughs> <laughs> that was the prototypical. Yeah. Um, sort of the, the uh, hard rock variety. Yeah. "Fly High Michelle" is a good one. For, I, I like it. I know Chris is not necessarily yeah. a fan, but. Uh, um, one of my one of my least I guess it counts as a uh, as a power ballad. One of my least favorite hard rock songs of all time hmm. is uh, "Don't Close Your Eyes" by uh, Kicks? Kicks. Yeah, can't do it. Not a fan. Of <laughs> no, that. the 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 chorus, the way that it's sung, it just it, I can't do it. Close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you just nailed it enough. too. Yeah. <laughs> How about the Ballad of Jane, L.A. Guns? That was pretty That's cool. That's a cool one, yeah. Um, never was a big fan of like any of the Poison ballads, really. Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Yeah, or some, some, some Something to Believe In. Um, so oof. here's a question about a power ballad. Does it have to be, uh, does it have to have a power section in it, or does it just have to be from a band that also delivers power? Like, would more than words be a power ballad, or no? Is that it just doesn't a, have power? It yeah, doesn't have power. I think you need the full band. Yeah, yeah. To I, don't, I don't. I don't know everything by extreme, but I don't know that they do power ballads. I think they go straight up acoustic and keep it yeah. like it's more consistent. Or like what? What uh, to be with you, the Mister Mr. Yeah, yeah. full. I just uh, I found one on a list that I do really like, and it you could probably file it under. Uh, um. Well, whatever. Something that could be potentially embarrassing to admit that you like, but uh, mm-hmm. um, Sarah by Starship. Oh, yeah. Always mm. love the melody of that song. Great, great melody in that one. Don't care what anybody says. Hmm. Storms brewing in your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, always enjoyed that one. No time is a good time for goodbye. Yeah. Can't can't really can't really find fault in that kind of lyric. For me, there's two that really spring to mind, uh, somewhat under the radar and underrated. I, the one I mentioned earlier, "Ballad of Jane," mm-hmm. L.A. Guns, it's pretty damn good. Uh, I will put uh, "Miles Away" by Winger. Mm. Yeah, pretty awesome. And then uh, "Goldilocks" by King's X. Oh, I don't know that. Outstanding. 
Those are the two that are springing to mind for me. And I always also had a, a soft spot for Angel Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'm on board with that one. Great melody, the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the sort of Mellotron lick in there. That, 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 that one uh, resonated with me, even though I didn't particularly care for the rest of the album or the overall sound that one did it for me yeah that's a great one what about the two skid row power ballads fan of either of those not in pre- well there's i i remember you definitely qualifies 18 in life is not like a, a romantic no not at all but the sound of it yeah yeah i mean it's 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 one of those I've heard a million times, and it's a great song, but it's not one I'm going to go no. out of my way to go listen to anytime soon. Yeah. I Remember You is, is definitely on the list. It's pretty quality. That bit uh, toward the end where uh, Bach soars into that high mm-hmm. note is pretty, mm-hmm. pretty uh, you know, goosebump-inducing stuff for sure. All right, well, thank you to Jackie Hardigan for your Yardo questions. Jackie, no. Jackie, don't go. Look it up. Turn that That's turn that into your personal anthem. It's great. <laughs> and, and treat yourself to some passion on the autumn leaves in the nearest schoolyard. <laughs> if you want to submit your Yardo questions, go to potofthunder.com. It's so easy. Do it. One, two, three questions makes a yard. If you want to submit a song on the list, also potofthunder.com. And if you want to send in your intro, record it however you want to record yourself saying Pot of Thunder, singing Pot of Thunder, screaming Pot of Thunder, whatever it is, and send it to Pot of Thunder. Flatulating Pot of Thunder. If you can do that, I guarantee we'll play it. (laughs) (laughs) And send it to Pot of Thunder at yahoo.com and we'll make it happen. In Morse code. Yeah, that works. Probably, probably the best way. If you're going to go with that option, the Morse, <laughs> yeah. Morse code it's option. really the only... If you can do it another way. Yeah, if you I can mean, do notes. If you're, if, you're, if you're able to, you know, squish, squish it together and produce the correct, you know, sounds to have it sound something like uh, actual verbalization, then... You don't need to waste it on us. You should, you be, should be on you, like America's Howie Mandel should be <laughs> exactly. flipping out over you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, thank you for listening today. We'll be back next week with more Pot of Thunder. But let's go out with the one, the only, Nicardo Honez and the number 12 combo, <laughs> El Rancho.
take me there. That's where he wants to go. <laughs> that solo could have literally come right out of the late 50s. It was perfect. Yeah, it was like, uh, it's, it's, it's sloppy, but it probably should be. Get ready for next week. It's gonna, this concept is going to go straight sewer. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.